When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. going to be very long before we can lapse into other stuff. That's true. Welcome to Wet, wet Salad Wee Wee. <laughs> Let me start that over. Welcome to Button it up. Huh? I said button it up. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, we're back. Troy's back from uh, his illness. Well, no, actually, it was more like... Uh, Montezuma's revenge. Definitely. How was everybody? How was everybody's New Year's and Christmas and all that? Ah, just great. Great, fantastic. Uh, KK actually woke up briefly to uh, give a, uh, a Christmas message. Did you guys happen to see that? I thought that was very enjoyable. Yeah, he, uh, he, he went back to sleep, but he's actually going to be up permanently starting Monday. Wow. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. And where can people see that on there? Is that on YouTube? Oh, uh, yeah. It's on YouTube. I mean, if you put in uh, them, Xmas story, you'll you'll see it. It's also, it was also uh, done in Spanish. It's recorded in Spanish as well. Oh. <laughs> and that, oh, wow. and that is really funny. Was it overdubbed in Spanish? or nope. was It, it was done. KK and Remsen did it in Spanish and in English. Wow. Oh. Fantastic. I'll have to watch that yeah, one. It's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's uh... hysterical. I'm sure it was. The original one was pretty hysterical. It's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> look up look on uh, Thundersteel Mag- Thundersteel magazine. They have I, they have a post. I just imagine KK turning now and going, K K Donde estás? You gotta check it out. You'll I'll send I'll send you guys a link. It's really funny. Well, I could have played it. You should have sent it to me before. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. That's it's okay. Nobody cares. Uh, no. <laughs> no, watch it because it was very funny. I did enjoy it, and it's nice to see KK back. Yeah, even for a brief moment. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be out soon. Yeah, full time. So as usual, uh, not too much news. Uh, demons and wizards. You know who they are, right? Anybody? Ice Earth and Blind Guardian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to work on a new album coming out in January 2020. That'd be cool. The last album was 2005. No, 2005. 2005. Mm-hmm. Look at what I'm saying today. That's a long gap. Yeah, that is. Well, they've been involved in other projects. Was the band on hold? Well, no. Uh, yeah, band's been on hold, but uh, John Schaefer's been busy with Ice Earth. Uh, and and Hansi's been busy with Blind Guardian too. They had album, and they've remixed and reissued all those albums too. So they've been busy. I know nothing about any of that, but okay. Yeah, I keep up on it once in a while. <laughs> uh, Man of War is back in the news, but this one's good. Yeah, I saw they got a Thorn player. Yeah, actually, yeah, a guy from a Man of War tribute band, the official Man of War tribute band. So that makes it two people. Two people are fans in their band right now. There are two of them. Uh, I forget. I'd have to look it up. But there's one of the other guys. Um, the dr- is, I think it's the drummer. Isn't it the drummer? No, the drummer's the original drummer from the first album. I think they should be. He said there was, there was two. I forgot. Uh, I have to look well, it Joey up. Well, Joey DeMaio. No, obviously, yeah. He, <laughs> Merrick Adams. Uh, who was the other guy? He said there were two two members. No, it wasn't. No? Okay. I don't think so. I think you're lying. My, uh, that I'm lying. You're making shit up. <laughs> well, I would have to like Man of War to be able to contribute. So. <laughs> What's very interesting, though, I mean, they 
they pulled a uh, a Judas Priest, right? They pulled this, this guy from a, a he's an yeah. actual tribute band. He was from a tribute right. band. That so much is true. Uh, maybe you're not lying because the current members are only Joey DeMaio and Eric Adams. I think and live musicians are Marcus Castellani. I believe two of them were from cover bands. Yeah. This guy, this guy specifically was a tribute, a tribute the, uh, band. Yeah, the guy, the guitarist, yeah, yep. Evie Martell. Yep. He's specific a tribute. Guy. Yep. Let me see who the other guy is. I don't know, no idea who the other guy is. I wonder what happened to the other drummer now. Hmm. He's back and now he's left. Yeah. yeah. No idea who this guy is. Evie Martell, yeah. Interesting. That's cool, though. That's a cool little gig. Well, for one year. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Why not? This is it. Making some money. Yeah. He gets to play with, gets to play with Manowar. Why not? Actually do it with the real... Yeah. Two of the real members of the band, anyway. Oh, yeah. And True. bigger shows than he'd be playing with a tribute band. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And, and why, why would you even want to go back to that, to the tribute band, then? Right? Think about it. Uh, yeah. He played, he, played, oh, yeah. he played with the tribute band, and then he gets to play with Manowar. It's over and done with. I wonder if he'll just keep them for next when they will record an album. That'd be interesting. Well, actually, I thought 2019 was the – that's it. They're retiring. That's, that's their last tour. It's the, it's the usual. They're ti- retiring from the tour, but they're not retiring from recording. Oh, is that what it is? That's what final it is. battle world tour. Yeah, final battle. That's what it is. It's always. They're not even playing here. They're only playing Europe. Why would they? Well, they don't want to play in front of 30 people? No. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Joey still lives in New York, don't he? I don't know. Does he? I thought he did. He did? Who is it? Put him on the show. Is that King? No. I don't know who that is. Do a surprise interview. Come on. (laughs) It could be one of those uh, IRS scams. Put him on. Oh, boy, that would be great. <laughs> ah, they hung up. <laughs> nice. Uh, anybody, anybody fans of Crash Diet? No. No. Jeez, these guys suck. They released a new video, Reptile. I will move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Howe, we all like metal charts, right? Yeah! All right. Cool. Uh, I thought this was kind of cool. Metal Church will not charge fans for meet and greets. And guess what? They shouldn't. They shouldn't. Nobody no should. Really. Nope. nope. I'll tell you what. What they could do, instead of charging them for meet and greets, say, hey, look, you know what? We're having a meet and greet. And, you know, you bring whatever you want to bring, but we have exclusive items for you to purchase. If you want to purchase those exclusive items that we're not going to sell anywhere else, only at that meet and greet, and we'll sign them for you and take pictures with you holding it. Although, I, you know what I'm saying? That is reasonable. Right. Why wouldn't that be reasonable? And, and they're not raking people over the coals. That's a good idea. Great idea. It is a great idea. Personalized items only sold in the VIP, you know, in the VIP meet and greet. Right. Nowhere else. Is that something that them does? Nope, not yet. <laughs> but I can tell you. Oh, look who's here. Oh, what a- to help with the reviews. <laughs> the monster. Hi. <laughs> So, that, that is a very good idea because some, some of these bands ask for like thousands of dollars. Sure they do. You know? And you know, and, and what about this? Um, I was reading not, well, just recently with Kiss, once they finish their, their tour, their, the uh, end of the road tour, they're actually yeah. talking about possibly keeping the band going without them. Yeah, I've heard that for years. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, I'll put money on it. If they do something like that, they'll actually have a younger band, right? They'll have their hooks in it because it's a money machine and every person will replicate them as they were back in the 70s. You watch. You watch. That's what they'll do. And then those people will be there for 20 years and then, you know, kisses, children's, children's, children's will be making money off of that. You watch. Hey, as long as they're good, I don't care. I don't care either, but honestly... That's not Kiss. It's not Kiss. Of course it's not Kiss. But, you know, like, look, look at the uh, Guar. Yeah, that's still... Yeah. 
they're still around and half of them aren't even original people anymore. Was it like one or two original members? Maybe one. One. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't really <coughs> You're right. But yeah. you know, they're still around and, and doing their thing. They, you know, change up the monsters every once in a while and You know what you know what's gonna happen within the next five years, right? A lot a lot of a lot of bands are going to band members of famous bands will either die or retire. Yeah. Because they're too old, that's true. and I'm right behind them. <laughs> but that's okay, you know, because it just—it's going to open up gaps for you know for other metal bands, and I mean just good ones. Yeah, I mean, look at this year alone. How many? I mean, there's so many records that came out this year. So many records. I couldn't believe how many. Like I'm looking at all these different types of end of the year lists from different, you know, from different writers from different magazines. And there's so many records I never even heard of. Right. I mean, it's just, each guy has different lists. You know, once in a while you'll see, oh, Judas Priest, you'll see Riot. But all in all, they're all different bands. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's like two, two guys that me and Greg know, uh, uh, Ken, who used to be on the show, and uh, Kevin, this other guy that we talked to, um, they always talk about like what albums they buy and everything. And then they made a list the other day of all the stuff that they bought last year. And one guy had 490-something albums that he bought. Some of it was, you know, older wow. albums and stuff like that. But, you know, most of it was a lot of newer stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just insane about how many bands are really out there. And there's just, there's no time to listen to everything. No. <laughs> not at all. Well, it's about 490, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's Ken. That's Ken. He has an addiction. Yeah, I thought I was bad, and he's pretty bad. Oh, right. I was just gonna say, you don't look right behind you. I do, but <laughs> it slowed down a lot. Believe me. Oh, okay. A lot. I used to. Oh, I, I'm not even gonna talk about it. <laughs> Why your wife's in the room? No, she's like, <laughs> okay. no, she knows my problems. She's. I used to be in Valley Stream every week. Oh, and a slip disc. Oh yeah, me too. They would have, they would have all the power metal releases, all you know, all everything. Not just power metal, just everything there. It did. Long, long ride, but it was well worth it. And I'd walk out of there spending two hundred dollars. I, I lived in Valley Stream, so I wasn't too far off. Oh, yeah. No, you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Dangerous, dangerous. So <laughs> good, good times. Yeah. All right. What else is there? Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, Dave Ellefson says he was briefly considered to be basis for Metallica when, you know, after Jason Newstead exited. What did you talk about, Willis? Yeah. I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd heard huh. that. You don't think so? Nah, that sounds like heresy to me. Because he wasn't in Megadeth at the time either, I don't think, was he? He was considered? He like, yeah. I'm a big Megadeth. Oh, well, Megadeth was on hiatus. That year. Well, they really? Yeah. Yeah. 2002, 2003. He fits in in Megadeth. I I don't think he does. He does. I couldn't see him doing anything else. He does have that other other band, F5 or whatever, with the uh, Seven Dust thing or something that Mm -hmm. he Yeah. I don't see him with anybody else but Megadeth. He's a great player, but he plays with a pick. And and Cliff Burton would be rolling in his grave. Sorry. (laughs) Jason Newstead played with a pick. Did he? Yeah. He played with a pick, really? Yes, he did. But he was also on Doomsday for the Deceiver. Yeah, so it doesn't count. <laughs> one of the best one of the best freaking thrash records out there. Sorry. That's true. That's true. Ah, great record. Good player. Um, Newstead is awesome care. player, yeah. Didn't really care too much for the album he was uh, with Voivod on. But, uh, yeah, I didn't particularly care for that other... Yeah, that's that's not really his fault though. That's just not that good of a record, and that's really their only album I can say that about. But it's very uninspired. Haven't we said enough bad stuff about Voivod? <laughs> I love Voivod though. I do too. Ever since I listened to that album, I liked them. <laughs> killing technology. Well, Killing Technology is my favorite thrash record of all time, but. Dimension Hatros, Roar, War and Pain, Nothing Face, Angel Rat, The Outer Limits, those are all perfect records. Really. Oh, every, every album from the beginning of the band. Yeah. Yeah, well, 
Hopefully. Well, there's one they did in the 90s that I don't think is one of their best, and then there's that one with Jason Newstead, but they're not bad. They're just not as good as the other ones. Yeah. It is what it is. Not every not every band can write a you know a hit album every time. Nope. No. That's Absolutely. why. That's why Troy should just quit Wise Ahead. <laughs> hey, I got help. I got help. I know. I she know. helps good me. Help. Very good. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the door. I was. <laughs> There's gonna be a section on the new album where he just barks for a couple seconds. Bark, bark. The fuck was that? How do you know? Remember those eight, those old shows that you? Oh, I'm psycho. I mean psychic. Like, what shows? What? Remember when those old shows from like the eighties used to end and it used to say uh, "hush boo boo" or whatever used to say and a dog was on it. Hush boo boo. Wait, no, sit boo boo. Sit boo boo. Sit. Dog. That's funny. Yep, that was at the end of a Family Tie. Yep. It was at the end of every 80s show. It was like, a, yeah, it was a thing. Oh. <laughs> that was funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Family ties, yeah. <laughs> but that might be, there might be some truth to what Greg says. Of course. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm so, I'm so pumped. I, I, I really want to, I really want to get going on this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Ule. The, one of the guitar players, he, you know, he writes to me, he says, he sends me pictures. He sends me like a snapshot of his phone and it shows, um, um, I guess the beginning of songs, you know, like, the, you know, the beginning workings of songs. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, man, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's great though, because I just haven't had any time at all. So, so it's good that that's not happening. And he had a problem with his, his, uh, his hand. So I think now it's pretty much, it's pretty much good. So, um, you know, don't know. Huh. Yeah. My friend's got the same problem every once in a while. He can't play that much because when he does, he starts getting a thing in his wrist and then he can't move his fingers. And- really? Wow. That's, that stinks, but yeah. you know, something you have to deal with. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, no more, no more news. I mean, there was something else, but then Lizzie, but I'm not reading this whole thing. Some kind of documentary was on. Uh, actually, it, it already passed. It was December 30th, so never mind. <laughs> I didn't read that. Oh, um, well, you, you guys might like Blue Oyster Cult, but obviously not as much as I do. But uh, so I like them. Troy. Don't Troy hates them. I don't hate. Uh, Why do you say I hate them? Hates he hates them. Hates Buck Dharma. He said he wishes not. <laughs> Oh, really? Hate is a strong word. Troy, you and I are going to have to have a talk about that later because that, that could take up a whole hour within itself. I think, yes. I think Wayne's just trying to instigate some action. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I never get Hate? Hate? Awesome. Hate's a strong word. Well, they're, personally, they're my favorite band. I, I love Blue Oyster Cold. <laughs> I don't know. I like Blue Oyster Cold. I see that. But, um, <laughs> so, Joe and Albert, the bass player and the drummer, the brothers from the original band, um, they, although Joe plays guitar now, but they formed this band along with Dennis Dunaway, the original uh, bass player from the Alice Cooper group, which, fun little bit of uh, trivia, the Alice Cooper group and Blue Oyster Cult used to tour together all the time. So, they all became real close friends. But um, they formed their own band called Blue Coop. They put out one album before oh, yeah, called yeah. Uh, Tornado on the Tracks, which is really excellent. You should uh, check it out if you haven't heard it. But um, they're touring again, and they're getting ready to do a, uh, another record. Yeah, a friend of mine loves them. Nice. Yeah, so I look forward to that. I got My friend gave me this, signed by Albert. Ah, that's amazing. Ooh. That's cool. And it was one of the... Was another band um, had to do with uh, Blue Oyster Cult and Alice Cooper. I have it behind me, but I'm not going to go look for it because I don't remember what the name of it was. Uh, my friend would probably be kicking my ass right now because he knows it off the top of his head. <laughs> you don't know it, do you? No, nah, the only thing I'm aware of is Blue Coop. It's, it's Bouchard, Bouchard, Dunaway, and somebody else. 
Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I have to look it up. I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. But that's kind of that's like a good movie. one, too. Yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. I like I like the other one you mentioned, though. That one's a little better. It's Lou Coop. Yeah. They got a couple out. All right. So, geez, it hasn't even been that long yet. I feel like we've been doing this for hours. Oh, man. Uh, what? Uh, time seems normal to me. Well, no, because we st- we started we started regular time, but we talked about other things before we started. Oh, right. Things I pr- we probably could have just did on the show. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Evergrey. Yeah. <laughs> the new Evergrey album, The Atlantic. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way too. Uh, it was really. It was. Uh... Monotonous. I don't think it was that bad. I think it was. It was very samey. There's a lot of good, catchy songs on it. But really, you think so? Yeah, definitely the first song, second song, third song. I, I like a lot of the chorus things. How can you even tell? It's just murkiness i mean it's it sounds worse than the original mix of kisses hotter than hell out oh man what are you talking about one crack what's in that pipe over there it might be marijuana sir you sure (laughs) Mm. no i thought it sounded good it sounds just like uh if corn did like a power metal album i guess i don't know that guy, yeah. Hey, can I buy some angel dust from you? Because that's a pretty fucking out there statement. <laughs> oh, well, it's got that 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 uh, that bass sound, like heavy distorted bass sound in there, and then they get you know those heavy. Yes, bass. and that's about all it has. It encompasses everything else, like Godzilla eating a city train in Tokyo. If we can get an interview, but we won't. <laughs> We can. We'll incorporate it in the Festivus. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with this record, and he's going to hear about it. <laughs> it's a shame because it's almost like a different band. Because the stuff I sent you the other day from Recreation Day, yeah, is totally different. I uh, I like their earlier tracks, but um, I can hear a part. There's parts of this album that I like a lot, but um, it never really pulls together into a cohesive song for me. I mean, no. The rhythm section is just so over top of everything else. It just, like I said, it's a monotonous listen. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it's you're right. What about you, Troy? I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Nah. It's like I mean, it's got like you know, just like I looked at some of the lyrics. It's kind of dark, but yeah. um, you know. Imagery is similar, but I don't just I don't know, it didn't do anything for me. You know, it was really the first time I heard of the band, but I've never actually listened to them until just you know until now. But I'm you know not really a fan at all. Uh, just couldn't get into it totally. Hmm. Not like unlike the uh, other record that we were listening to that we were talking about before the show. Oh, okay. So. Yep. That's a secret. I know it's a secret. I know. <laughs> For like another fifteen minutes. <laughs> but they've been ar- they've been around quite a, quite a bit, you know, right? They've so, been around a long time, a long since time, the early nineties. So yeah, different band back then. They fired all the members at one point, so there's only uh, the vocalist is like the original guy. So mm-hmm. everything's. I guess he does everything. I I don't know how it works. Hmm. But yeah, back in the day, they used to be like a really good band. They still are, but it's just everything's like the same. Yeah, the couple songs you sent me from uh, earlier in their career were really good. I enjoyed those. But um, I just, this album just, it sounds bad on top of everything else. The production is just... Whoever produced this album should be fucking ashamed of themselves. It's, it's very it's, modern. It's what it comes to. It sounds fine. I don't know what. The, what do you, you think it sounds bad, Troy? Uh, you know, production wise. 
Uh, again, it's, it's okay. It's, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I just, I can't get into it. It's just something about it. I don't, I don't know what, I can't really tell you what it is. I can't pinpoint too dark. Too dark it. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like it could be dark, but like exciting and like right. pulls you in. It just doesn't pull me in. It just doesn't. That's how, they, that's how their older stuff was. Like their older stuff is dark too. You know, talking about dark, you know, uh, subjects or whatever, but mm-hmm. it had like the keyboards and stuff like that. And the music was a little bit more uh, upbeat kind of in a way. And this, this is just very like, you know, it's very dark, dark sounding. So, I mean, okay. Maybe pr- production was the wrong word. Maybe I mean mix actually, but it, it doesn't sound to you guys like the rhythm section drowns everything else out though. Maybe I'm used to it because I, the last few albums they've had sound the same. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm used to it. I mean, you know, the the only thing I can think of to compare it to where it was kind of like a wall of noise, but it still was awesome, is early Bathory. No, I never got into them either. Love Bathory. No. But yeah, I mean, the, the return's dark like that, but I can still tell the difference in the songs and there's great stuff on that record but this I don't know I was I, I thought uh, you guys might have noticed that too I guess it just bothers me that's funny though because you like a lot of stuff that doesn't sound good not, not <laughs> wow mixed, mixed production wise not music not oh, oh okay production <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, no, there's uh, definitely some stuff with some lackluster production out there that I like a lot. But because uh, I do uh, like the, the, Greg has brought to the show, so I'm not saying nothing bad. So. The, the the music generally uh, shines above that, and that didn't happen here. No, you're right. You're right. I'll agree. Sorry, Eric Gray. Didn't work this time. Not for me. Not for Greg. And definitely not for Troy. Not for me. Certainly not for Mr. Nasty Face. He's so upset he's asleep. Yeah, he's he went he's asleep. He's definitely pissed. He's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah uh, yeah. <laughs> what color did he turn when the album came on when you were listening to it? Like he turned like a Brown. dark green. Really dark green. Yeah, that dark means green. he's mad. He's nasty. Yeah. Bastard. I know. <laughs> All right. What else you want to talk about? Anything else? Or is it going to be a really short show? <laughs> hmm. Oh, um, I told Greg before, and I guess I'll say this on air, the guy that I was talking to about being uh, doing like a radio show, like, making this show into like kind of a radio show uh he got back to me and um he has a slot open from six to eight so either you guys can't make six six o'clock so that would be me i guess maybe trying to be a dj on my own <laughs> you can that's <laughs> i i do some yeah. job on here uh and then you know when troy decides to come on <laughs> then we can do the next hour (coughs) or next half hour by the time he gets on Uh, yeah six is too too it's too close six is kind of pushing it for me too yeah for you too yeah we'll see i'm home anyway but still uh actually oh no today it's to be on wednesday oh no actually i might be able to to swing Wednesday, so it might be okay. But it'd be kind of cool to have, you know, we have the YouTube, then we have the iTunes, then we have a radio thing. So I don't know. Anything yeah. more viewers, listeners, and stuff like that. That'd be cool to pick little our different playlists every week and whatnot. Well, I'm the DJ. I'm not going to ask you for your. He's just, he's going to spin what he's going to spin. I got enough stuff back here. I don't need none of yours input. No, he doesn't. Well, all three of us are on here, Hitler. You know, you want to take it down a notch there? No. <laughs> we, we go to the bus. We go to the bus. No. I can see. 
of course, of course, we all have our picks of songs. I wouldn't. <laughs> can we do? Nobody can we do? Can we add a little commercial? KK spray. KK spray. By the way, when I I'll, get, I'll pick that up. I'll pick you. Uh, pick up a bunch when I'm there. I'll bring you guys. Sweet. It's good. It's good. Actually, uh, me and Greg were talking earlier. Uh, we want to know when our cameos are going to be. Your cameos? You want cameos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I like that devious look in his eye. <laughs> that, that glint. You might not be happy with what I give you, but yeah. if I say Wayne X, Greg, Y, you don't know what's gonna be, what it's going to be. No clue. he might regret this greg maybe it's kind of what it sounded like yeah but ah screw it (laughs) we'll see what happens happens right oh by by the way um i don't know if you guys saw um well we did that review for the new uh, flatsome record Mm -hmm. uh they have a box set coming out uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it looks really, really good. Uh, especially Wayne would probably would be interested in it. It's uh, Flats, what is it called? Flatzilla Returns or something like that. And it's a box and it has a shirt. It has a CD. Uh, you know, it has a few different things, but it's, it's like it shows the picture. Uh, the artwork actually is a lot better than what yeah. we've discussed. But it's more geared to like Godzilla, like Godzilla... You know, like, I guess back in the, what, the 70s or 80s. And um, it just looks really cool. The artwork is really cool for that. Look it up. It's, uh, I think it's called Flatzilla Return. You see it? No, no, it's not Flatzilla Return. Uh, it's Flatzilla you something, know how right? I like to be very factual on this show. What is it? It's called The End of Chaos. It's for the new album. No, I know that, but there, there's something that says, I thought it said Flatzilla. Wait. Yeah, it has, what are you talking has, about? Look, yes, it has Flatzilla on it. It's just Flatzilla, it? the end of chaos. Right, it's for the record. I know it's for the I, I said the CD. I meant, sorry, I meant it was for the new record, but it says Flatzilla, and it's it's like geared for like Godzilla. Like it looks like a Godzilla, like something from a Godzilla yeah. movie. And the artwork is awesome. Artwork it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. Forty bucks, huh? That's not bad. Forty bucks is the it's a t but the box set. What's the box set? Um, it's a CD, T-shirt, and that poster, right? And it comes in that box as well, and it's some kind of certificate. What is that certificate? Uh, authenticity. Okay, what do you need a certificate for? Here it is. Oh, for the T-shirt. Showing on the screen. Here. Oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah, got it right there. Yeah, that artwork is uh, really... That's good. A hundred times better than the... Uh, oh, yeah. I concur. And I saw that today, and I was like, wow, that looks great. Yeah, that's just an authenticity uh, certificate thing. That's all yeah, but that's a nice box set. It is. Yeah, that is. That's pretty cool. I might have to get that. I'm considering it. <laughs> Nothing's autographed, though, is it? No. I like autograph stuff. Yeah, I really like that poster. So I would buy it if they changed the artwork of the album. <laughs> for this box set. For the box set. Not in general. That would be cool, but I don't see that happening. Why not? The vinyl is pretty cool. Their vinyl is pretty cool. Is it? It's a pi- it. it's a picture disc of the new artwork. Yeah, the- actually, they have both. They have uh, the actual LP in a sleeve, and of mm. course, they have different types of colors and all that. But they have um, also a picture disc. Yeah, that's pretty cool. With the new artwork, though. Yeah, with the artwork you do not like. Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I am that, going to buy the album, obviously, because it's a good album. That's a very good album. Yep. Just do not like, I like it. that one. 
Oh, I see the uh, yeah, picture disc. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the artwork, though. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. That's a cool box set, though. Yeah. It sure is, man. The T-shirt's nice and everything. I like that. Yep, it sure is. Especially with the little Chinese writing and stuff on there. I like that. See that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good place for the screws. Yeah. Really cool. Oh, Fratzilla. Fratzilla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that looks great. Yeah, I, I commented on this, something Eric posted uh, a couple days ago. I said, come on our show or whatever, and he just liked it. No, comment, <laughs> no, uh, no messaging, no nothing. Never got uh, another message from the other guy either who set up the first interview that was confirmed. Uh, Fuck you, Dennis, or Dustin, whatever your name is. Uh, Fuck him. I don't care. Yeah, no, that sucked. I wanted to talk to that guy, both about Flotsam and Jetsam and the uh, Alice Cooper record he was on. I did too, but hey. Nobody can do that correctly. Yeah. yeah. Ah, it sucks too, because, you know, that record doesn't get talked about too much, but Raise Your Fist and Yell is a pretty good album. It is. A lot of metal people like that album. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really is metal. Alice, I guess you could call it. Yeah, it's probably one of the most metal albums he has, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Trash, I was never big on, but I like Constrictor and Raise Your Fist and Yell. Raise Your Fist and Yell is definitely better, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Good old Kip Winger. Every time I hear his name, I just think of uh, what's that song? Uh, seven, seven, 16, 17? She's only 17? She's yeah. Only, oh, yeah. man. 17. <laughs> Terrible. And him in that, that, that half shirt that he always wore. Oh, yeah. And he had stubble all the time. Oh, my goodness. It haunt my dreams. Every time Headbangers Ball be on it, stupid song. Be <laughs> and it was always funny when Beavis and Butthead, uh, when that one guy would wear the winger shirt. Yeah, Stuart. Shut up, Stuart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, trying to head for a heartbreak. God. Yeah, that one was okay. I know it wasn't. That one they play something fucking rad like the Madhouse video and then Headed for a heartbreak comes on. Talk about a letdown. <laughs> and, then, and then they wonder why you hate the glam bands. It's because they play a power ballad after a kick-ass thrash song. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, anybody else have anything else to uh, talk about or no? Nope. I think one, one other thing. I don't know if we brought this point up. Um, oh, actually, no, we did. Forget it. <laughs> I just bring it up again because now what I want to know what you're talking about. Well, we were well. Uh, the, the the rumors about how violence was going to get back together. Didn't we discuss that on the previous show? Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. I thought we did. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a no. pipe dream. Yeah. You? You guys think it? No, of course not. No, I really didn't think Rob Flynn would do it, to be honest with you. I thought it'd be really cool, but I just... He's Who knows with the, with the way that uh, you know Machine Head is kind of not doing anything right now. Because there's no band. You never know. Yeah. But well, it'd be cool, but I don't see it happening. Didn't the vocalist have cancer? Yeah, he had some kind of cancer. <laughs> yeah. Not sure what type, but... Sean Killian, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was other rumors too with uh, Van Halen talking to uh, the, the the bass player. Why oh, Michael a Michael Anthony. Yeah. yeah, that's that that's I don't know. You believe that? that oh, that no. they're gonna they're gonna play. I don't believe it until it actually happens, and it doesn't matter. It came from their official camp because Van Halen is famous for doing that. They've been doing it. Since the fucking since they've existed on the internet since 1995. Well, Michael Anthony said he hasn't talked to them since 2004, so it's probably not true. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought he. Uh, I thought he still talked to Dave. Oh, maybe he just means fan stuff. Yeah. Still pretty messed up what they did to him. Oh yeah, it was it was awful. I mean, I can kind of get it because you know the guy wants his son in the band, but still, it's like the guy's been with you forever. Huh. Yeah, well, I mean, look look at what Sabbath did to Bill Ward. You know. That's true too, but he's old. Yeah, but still, I mean. But he has a lot of health issues, you know. So what? what they could have at least let him play a couple songs a show. You know what I mean? There were other ways to handle. it. But would you want to go on tour with some guy that's got really bad health issues and then he ends up dying? Then what do you do? Oh, man. That's rough. All right. I always bring up, like, the worst scenario. Hey, you know, it might be the worst scenario, but it still would have been cool to at least let him play on a couple shows, you know? Could have. Could have, would have, should have. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yep. I mean, Jesus, it took recurse like getting terminal cancer before that bitch would finally give him the... Uh, Platinum certifications for those two albums. She even went out of her way to re-record his and Bob Daisley's part on those remasters in 2000. That was crazy. Well, we got some comments on the uh, YouTube video. If King doesn't go out and do a full them and conspiracy tour playing both albums in full, I vote I vote for Troy to do it with them. I would do that. That's what I said like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I said I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you lying bastard. <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> Listen, uh, if the time comes, if for any reason King passed away before me and I'm still healthy enough, I would do something like that. But, you know, I mean, to do something like that, I mean, I'm honored that someone would say that, um, yeah. but it's blasphemy. I mean, I, you know what I envision? You know what I envision? I'll tell you what I envision. I envision, and this would, this would be amazing. Okay, you, you listening? I'm listening. Okay. So, picture this. King, King does the them tour. Okay, he does a them tour. And them opens up. And them opens up. However, at some point, or whether it, it would have to be the them tour. It would, it would, make, it would make sense. It would make sense. I would pur purposely, not purposely, but of course with his consent, I would write something because this wouldn't happen now, of course. But I would, I would work the story where it somehow ties in to that, into that them story. And live, we could do something where it would be some kind of collaborated effort. It would be epic. That would be epic. epic. And I would, I would make sure, like I would... You know, well, obviously he would have to prove it too, but like, I, it would be epic, but it would never happen. But that's a pipe dream. Yeah, yeah, it's a big pretty cool one. King Diamond then with with them as an opener, and then like the way our show ended would somehow tie into the beginning of their show, and, or something like that. Or at some point it would tie in, and it would just be conceptually be it would be magnificent in my opinion. But. I don't know. I get, I get like, I get giddy over stuff like that. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I miss, I miss singing those King Diamond songs. I mean, some of those songs was some of my favorite songs of all time, you know, and, and the Merciful Fates and, and the Merciful Fates songs. Um, I've had numerous people ask me, you know, to do, to do, you know, to do tributes. I'm like, well, I really can't do that now. It's, it's tough. I mean, I have some close friends and even the original guys that I played with, they, would, they wanted to do it for a while. I it just, it's a conflict of interest. And, you know, no matter what, to the day I stop playing with them, there will be comparisons. And you know what? It used to bother me. I, I, it doesn't bother me anymore. Like, I, I, think, I think one time we'll make a video segment when we're, when we're overseas and I, we were going to do it last time. Like, you know, them's reaction to, you know, the people's reaction, that sort of thing. And oh, I was going to have fun. I was going to have some fun, but in a nice way, in a constructive way. <laughs> because people, they take, um, you know, like uh, there's one thing, I don't know if you guys have been following. I know this is not the news segment of the show, but like the whole thing that was happening with um, uh, Arch, Aim uh, 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 Arch, Aim Arch Enemy, Arch Enemy and uh, the photographer. Oh yeah. yeah. 
I forgot about that. Yeah. You forgot about that. That was, that was so, oh, man, that was horrible. I mean, you know, and, you know, the, the photographer posts all, this whole entire thread of what's going on. And then they, you know, then there's replies and then there's backlash and, and people feed off of that. And I'm actually, I wrote something because uh, the woman who runs that Thunderball clothing line, who is at, you know, in the line of fire, who is directly responsible, uh, in my opinion, her husband, it was on my Facebook, and I noticed, you know, he, he, he put down, I'm shutting down Facebook. I'm done. Out by, you know, due to unforeseen circumstances, I'm out. And it was a shame, you know, and someone wrote, someone made a posting because they know the woman who runs that clothing. It's a one-woman one show. Her name is Martha, Martha Gabriel. And they know her, and they were like people that I know, saying, it's such a shame. She's a you know wonderful person, and this and that, and all this. And I just I see all these comments from all different sides, and I I, I actually posted something, and I don't normally do. I try not to, and I posted. Facebook has become a conduit of hate, of hatred, yeah. and that's really what it is. And there are people that will praise some kind of art and they'll appreciate it for what it, you know, for face value. And then you got people that are, are at arms. They're ready to go. They look, they look for the slightest thing to attack. And that's where we're at at this point. And it, you know, and some of these bigger, you know, metal news sites, they stopped the commenting section. They just mm -hmm. completely eliminated it because people were attacking and making jokes and poking fun Hey, I've got my share of the jokes too, you know, but made, you know, made fun of at me. And I, you know what? I would be like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not trying. I was never trying to, never trying to get a record deal. I was never trying to do this. So I was just doing it because I had fun. I had fun. And if you had fun, that made it even more fun for me, you know? Because that's part of the experience is, is to, to, be, um, you know, intertwined with the audience. And, and they, they have such a great time because I'm a fan too. So, like, why are you attacking me? Like, what did I do to you? A lot of people forget that. that yeah. You know, <clears throat> fan, you know? Exactly. And, and you know what? People, they lose sight of that and they just get way ahead of themselves because, hey, look, I'm behind the keyboard, behind the screen, different world. So I feel bad. I feel bad for people like that. But like what happened to these people? And I don't feel bad so much, you know, for Arch Enemy. I feel bad what happened to this woman, Martha. And, you know, she was getting threats, like threats to her family. And, you know, people were getting out of control. And, you know what? It was between the photographer and Martha. Right. It was between, you know, if what he said isn't true, it was true. I believe there's truth there. I believe there, you know, there was what he was saying. It didn't seem like it was being exaggerated, and I do believe it was taken out of context. And there was mis, there was possibly a miscommunication, you know. But it was between the two of them. It wasn't. It wasn't up to you know the whole entire internet community to start you know taking sides and, and, and bashing. He did it for a reason. He 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 disclosed this information to say, hey, look, you know, these people black, blacklisted me, and this is what was happening. This is ridiculous. And you guys, you should know what's going on. I understand that part of it. He wasn't trying to hurt them. That's not the, that's not the message I was getting from it. Right. Right. But these, the, then you got the people, yeah, other people that are watching, you know, sitting there eating popcorn, watching what's going on, they start attacking. And then, and then taking it into their own hands because it's, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to lash out, and I don't, I don't like that. That gets me really upset, and even though I think that, you know, it wasn't handled correctly by who was being accused of this, but that's not my judgment. You know, this, you know it's so funny because you can watch, like, little video clips and then people saying, you know, start making comments. You know what? It's like, how, do you, how can you make that comment – because you didn't, you only saw from this point to this point. Right, you're only reading on the internet. Right, and what happened? You know, maybe there's ten minutes of video that you didn't see right. that could have changed your whole entire perspective. Yeah. 
How, how, how can, you know, and it's the same concept. We see a part of it. You know, obviously you're going to take, you might, you know, in your mind, you might take, you know, take a side. Like, hey, you know, this photographer, you feel bad for him. He's an artist. They're artists, but they're in a situation. Maybe they're taking advantage of other photographers like him, which he did point out. But, mm-hmm. you know, okay, so you make that point, boom. Okay, it's done. And people bring it to a higher level, and it, it, gets, it, it got dangerous. And I feel, I feel bad for those people because of that. So it was just, it was just uncalled drama. Yeah, that was, that's a crazy story. And people try to loop me or us, them, into that. I don't want that. You know, like, I don't want to – listen, I've had I've – had, I could tell stories that happened behind the scene, which I actually tell, I've, I've told you guys. Uh, but, like, even more detailed stuff that has happened where, I, you know, I could start things. I could start – but I don't want to. Like, there's no, there's no reason for it. You know, one day I would love to, you know, just – you know, like, just be able to – Stop doing what I'm doing because I don't want to do it anymore. Not because I'm forced out because people hate something I said or something I tweeted or something I posted, hmm. you know, because I just, I, I don't want to do it anymore. It's a part of my life, a phase of my life. Maybe I just don't want to do it, you know, but to be forced out in that way, that's horrible. You know, I can't be on Facebook anymore because I'm getting threats to my family. <laughs> That's horrible. That's it's uncalled for, and it's that's what the block button's for. You know, they got to start blocking everybody. You don't, yeah, right, exactly. People, you know, people are always going to say something stupid. I know, especially ones that don't know. know the whole story, and you know, if, if they could be friends of the band, and they're they're thinking they're doing something right or whatever. And, right, could be that know. too. You're right. You're right. So you, you never know. That was that was really. A roller coaster. I was following a good part of it, and uh, by the way, the, the the photographer took an awesome shot of uh, Alyssa. It was awesome, great, fantastic shot. Uh, he's you gonna make a shirt about it now? No. <laughs> but what I would do want to do is I want to make a, a one of those ugly sweater shirts for, for uh, a them ugly uh, Christmas sweater. Why not? Everybody else does. Uh, uh, yeah, but it'll be good. It'll be good. That's next year. <laughs> KK's Christmas. <laughs> nah. Cool. Hey, I'd buy one. I'll buy one. <laughs> I would definitely buy one. <laughs> uh, keep that in mind. It's on the roster for next year. A KK shirt beating up the, uh, the ugly Flotsam and Jetsam cover. Ooh. Uh, they might not like that though. I might, make, I might make an enemy over there, and I don't want to make them my enemy because right, I love those characters. Or you could just have them like eating his frosted flakes out of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer's skull. Oh, I like that. Be pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. That'd be, it would never kind of be like uh, the No Presents for Christmas uh, album cover. Isn't he holding something? He's holding a reindeer by his antler. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like mounted on the wall. Actually, what what's funny is I wasn't even thinking about that album cover when I said that. But you know what? Someone would mention that. They'll say, yeah. oh, rip off, copycat, plagiarism. You know, but I'll tell you one thing. Uh, aside from that, I personally would love to go into one day. I'm just, just, just a thought. I would love to make a horror-themed Christmas record. Not... You know, like making fun of Christmas, a horror-themed Christmas record. I think it would do great. Of course, it would. I think it would do great. I mean, just you know, like that little that little them Christmas excerpt. You know, two minutes long. Yeah, it was over four thousand people viewed it in like less than twenty-four hours. Wow. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, people like that stuff, and there's not that much. A lot of that's a lot of metal that that focuses around that. Not all of it, but. You know, there's a good part of it. Is it's like it makes fun of it. It makes fun of Chris. Right. Not looking to do that. No, definitely. I, I horror themed. Yeah, maybe. No, one day. Not now. Yeah. we were talking about, uh, about Thor, the 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 musician. Oh, yeah, he uh, just released a Christmas album. 
a metal critic. Yep. Oh, really? I have to take a oh. look at that one. You guys saw the documentary on Thor, right? I saw the documentary. I really dug it. I really enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I I didn't know he went through so much. And, he did. You know, it was so big at the time, really. And then uh, to see what happened to him over the years. He doesn't, he doesn't look like Thor anymore, but I'll tell you, people still appreciated him when he would play, you know, and yeah, like when he went know. overseas and he did some festival dates and he was so excited to do that. It just, he still had the passion. Yeah. And, dr- and drive and he was just driven and driven and he doesn't look like Thor, but he. No, he don't. But, but he makes it work. Now. He makes it work. Yeah. Cool. Good for him. I haven't seen it yet because I don't have Netflix, but I will. You should, you when you get an opportunity, you should watch it. It's it's an excellent documentary, it really is. I really enjoyed it. But um, I have seen Rock and Roll Nightmare. I love that movie. <laughs> you, you guys haven't seen Rock and Roll Nightmare? No, I know what you're talking about though. I haven't seen. It. Oh, yeah, I got the soundtrack too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phil has always been very entertaining. <coughs> I wonder if they did that on Mystery Science Theater. Did you ever see that show? Yeah, I see that. I thought I think they did one of his movies. I could be wrong. Though. Hey, I think they did, but I don't think it was Rock and Roll Nightmare. I'm not sure though. Yeah, because he did one about zombies or something like that too. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, crap. Uh, zombie nightmare. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow! How inventive. Oh. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Sorry, Thor. <laughs> but um. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tom, Tom Croxton, who's uh, playing drums for him now, he played Impaler in Impaler for a long time, and he also has a uh, local thrash band here in Minneapolis called Hex Vortex, and they're pretty good. Nice. Well, but uh, Tom's a great drummer, and I just, uh, I well, I didn't get a physical copy of it, but I bought the uh, digital copy the other day of his uh, newest album. Not the Christmas one, but the one before that. Nice. It's a really awesome record, you guys. Uh, I think you both like it. I'm gonna have to check it out. His stuff's pretty good. So, yeah, and Metal Avenger, uh, the one that goes with uh, the documentary, that's a great record too. Uh, so hopefully he uh, comes on. That'd be pretty cool. We'll see. I gotta contact him. Again. All right. I think that's it for today. I can't think of anything else to talk about unless Troy's got any more stories. More stories for today. <laughs> All right. It's late anyway. I'm falling asleep here. All right, that's it for tonight. We'll be back next week. Actually, we have a guest maybe next week. Yes, most likely, as long as everything works out with Zoom and him calling in, which it should. I don't see why it wouldn't. But um, if not, perhaps I'll have to record it. One way or the other, we'll get a, uh, an interview with him, but we're hoping we can do it live. Which is yeah. Oh, wow. Because he is, uh, King is unable to do the video, but uh, we'll be doing Deceased Ghostly White, their newest album, um, and King Fally will come on the show, the leader of Deceased. Nice. <laughs> see what happens. All right, so see you next That's week. Good. Thanks for uh, watching. And, Metal. Uh, what else is there? Nothing. Metal is life. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're paid in metal. Yep. Metal is life is a t-shirt. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it is. I have to look that up. Now. It is now. It is now. Metal. <laughs> I have Black is the Night Metal We Fight, but it's on the bottom of a Raven. I mean, Venom shirt. On that note, good night, everybody. Peace. Metal. I rarely had enough time to think My mind was never quiet
feel like I'm alone. Are we 